Usually when most of us think about time management, we're thinking about either creating time or prioritizing our time, which is good. Awesome initiative. And if it was no starting out in time management, I'd probably do the same thing. However, if we stay there, we do nothing else, we are still going to be unsuccessful in effectively managing our time. So this episode of the Parallel Success Podcast is going to review what that next step is to ensure we have a better likelihood of effectively managing our time. This is the second part in our series where we review the webinar, How to Effectively Balance Work and School. To those of you who are walking your dog, pressing your clothes or washing dishes, give this a quick download so you can listen to it again. I promise you the information is that good. So stay tuned so you can see what that next step is so that you can level up your time management. Nicely covered, module number one. Know you have time. You don't procrastinate as much anymore. You got a thing scheduled up through using your bullet journal and your procrastination checklist. So you have the time. What? No. So we're going to do, I'm going to give you two scenarios. Scenario A, you have had a long day at work and you had to go and do courses and classes and you come home, you set up two hours to study, but you are tired. You are sleepy. You are hungry. Right? So that's the first situation. You can try and push this work. When you're tired, you're sleepy, you're hungry. Number scenario B, right? You had a long day at work. You meant to do your courses, all that sort of jazz. Hungry, sleepy. We tell yourself, you know what? I know I am not going to get two hours of study in the morning, but I know if I go to bed, no, I could probably squeeze in a half hour, 20 minutes. Which you think is more effective? Scenario A, where you sleepy and you reading the same two lines for, you know, 10 minutes. Or scenario B. And again, this is posing to you guys in chat. Scenario A or B. Let me see where, where we fall. Well, I know where I fall. Where do you fall? B. 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 Oh, not, not one body for it. Well, good. We know it is best to rest ourselves and then go the next day and be more affected. To be honest, even though most of you said B, I just got a funny suspicion most of you is A kind of people. Even though you're saying B, we don't do B. But anyhow. I didn't ask what you could do, but fair point. So, yeah, scenario B is where you should go. So that 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 kind of brings us to a very important point. That it's not just all about time management, right? Because if you think about it, if it was just about time management, creating time and then being productive in that time, then it would be good. But based on what you just told me, and you you took scenario B, you that in scenario A, that person created the time and had plans to be productive. But they didn't have the energy. So that's why they should have slept or woke up early in the day to then pursue that. So time management is not just about creating time and being productive in that time. It's also about having the necessary energy in that time. Right? And that is what we're going to discuss. How can we properly manage our energy? So this is a lovely graph that I saw off the internet. And it kind of very basically illustrates how our energy levels fluctuate during the day. You wake up, you see kind of groggy, you don't feel as great, and your levels and you know slowly rising. About 10, 11, they start to go down because you know you get ready to approach long to that. She's feeling hungry. Yeah, another spike because they got something to eat, and it goes back up. And then a little later in the night, it sharply declines because it's time for you to go to bed. Now rest, right? So these are three solutions that you could implement that I have implemented that many of our clients have implemented inside of WebRed to. Boost your energy. Just a fair warning. Number one, exercise and food. And number two, sleep and rest. Actually increase your battery, so to speak. 
the most three stimulants are drugs, but not crack cocaine, are things that you can use to not increase your energy overall, so not make the battery bigger, but you're just using the energy a little quicker. Like putting your phone on a high-performance mode, and that's what you can get into. So, just some brief overviews of each one in a little more in-depth. Just as a little food, there are duels and there are duels. If you are trying to have more energy to what you did, you should not be eating, you should not be frequently eating foods that are high in sugar, high in glucose, because that is going to spike your blood sugar and then it comes down and crash, what we call it a sugar crash. You should probably be consuming more complex carbohydrates, which are going to give you energy throughout the day and not spike your blood sugar tight. We talked about exercising. Most persons say with reference when it comes to exercising, that I know the goal get by your gym membership. Uh, exercise or one half a day uh, if I go no actually you could exercise 15-20 minutes a day in the morning and that increase your energy because you get this threshold so where which you can exercise actually too much and then it's going to be detrimental you're going to be still tired of the day second point of reference to eating if you're trying to have more energy you already did you eating large meals is not going to help you because it's going to do the same thing with reference to the sugar. You're going to spike the blood sugar and you crash. And those who are not Beijing or who don't understand what we call it's called an itis, right? You can't say the other word. You're also going to the same other word. Meaning, you eat all this big food and then you're all going to sleep. And you ain't doing nothing for the rest of the day. And the last two with reference to exercise is to drink more water. A lot of us are actually dehydrated. We just don't know because we're comfortable being dehydrated. What that means is that when you are dehydrated, something happens which we call brain fog. Meaning that you are not as sharp as you usually are, right? Um, you, 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 when, when things happen, they take you a little longer to register in your brain. And that is going to set your effectiveness shortly there. Obviously, you're not going to be as productive, right? So, there's a little touching on exercise and food. So, we're going into rest and sleep. The doors. All of us. To be honest, if it be a real, all of us going to take our phones into our, our bedrooms and, and, and such, you know, right? So I ain't going to try to tell you to curb that habit. What I'm going to try to tell you to do is that probably put your phone or like your blue filter. I don't know if everybody has a blue light filter. Um, so that your brain isn't thinking where they get the blue light or is like the morning and it's just like stay awake. Um, another something that I've shown found to be very effective with some of our clients and I'm trying to do myself is that sometimes they put the phone on a gray scale, meaning like no color. So it's not as fun to use my phone because it's in black and white. Or like you're watching it on your old TVs or reading the newspaper. But then it's easier for me to put them on my phone to then go to sleep. Similar reasons for the eating late at night um, with reference to what we talked about before. It's spiking blood sugar, but in addition, your, your body is going to be using all that energy to digest that food. And then it's going to be uncomfortable. And as some would like to say, that going to be on that food, going to be on the chest when you're going to sleep. In addition, it's probably not best to drink coffee before you go to bed, and that is for obvious reasons. So what are the do's? How can you more, better use rest and sleep to get yourself more energy? Well, when you get up in the morning, you're going to probably want to go out into the sun. Because as we talked about with referencing the phone, that is going to send signals to your brain. Oh, wow, it's time to get up instead of getting going. And the body releases certain chemicals so that it's letting you know, yes, time to, time to get ready, time to get moving. Uh, try to get to bed and wake up at the same time, whatever it is, because um, there's something called circadian rhythms. It's just a fancy word for saying that if you stick to a particular routine of waking up and going to bed at a certain time, it's easier for your body to, to get into that routine 
and you have better energy levels every day when you do wake up. Please listen to your body. When your body is telling you that you need rest, it's late at night and you're telling you that you're tired, but you want a bowl of binge, two or three more episodes of your favorite TV series, probably not the best thing to do. Get up, wake up, and enjoy that at a later date because tomorrow is still going to be there. And for those of you who use power naps, like myself, um, you got to keep it to about 20, 30 minutes. If you're trying to do a power nap and, and it to be an hour, it's not going to work out because you're getting, you're being waking up from deep sleep. And you know, suddenly when you wake up and, you know, you, you sound awake you're, and you're like groggy and you're miserable and, you know, and you feel sick, it's really going to get woken up in a deep sleep cycle. You start to get into the deep sleep cycle where you're approaching 45 minutes an hour. So 20 to 30 minutes for power nap is perfect timing. Lastly, the drugs, the stimulants. Uh, I just want to preface this. These stimulants are not increasing your energy in, on a whole, as I said before. It's actually just you're using your energy a lot quicker. All right. So, again, coffee, not too late. Energy drinks, not too late in the night. If you do drink coffee or all those things, drink it earlier in the morning, at least an hour after you wake up. Right. In addition, if you are late at night and you want a little boost of energy, but you cannot drink coffee because it's a little too late, just have a cold shower. Put it as cold as possible. And then you have fight and tussle to get underneath it in the first place. But, that is also going to give you a nice shot of energy because that will release, again, certain chemicals and get you ready and similar to what adrenaline does, right? So, yes, I know I could only do a brief overview in this session, uh, but again, do not be the sort of person that relies on stimulants and just drugs. Is like putting, you know, like putting lipstick on pig. Still a pig, right? Do the first two and then have the third one be what you do in addition to that. The the little sprinkles on top. But again, I'm not able to go as in depth because I promise you guys, you know, I get 30 to 40 minutes. I don't want to take it too much of your time. But at the end of this webinar, I'm going to talk about a resource that those of you will feel that you could use with better managing your energy to, you know, be productive in your working environment or your school environment. There is going to be something at the end of the webinar for you to be able to benefit from. Okay, good. So now you can clearly see even though you may carve out the time to do something, if you don't have the energy required to be productive doing that thing, it is worthless. As was said before, is that if you sleepy and you're trying to study, you'll be reading the same page over and over and over. So I hope this was beneficial. Well, I, I kind of think it is before the doubt. And you can review this information and try to implement it in your current schedule. Is it on Google Calendar or wherever it is? Try to implement that. See where you can do the important things when you do have the most energy. As we said, this is part two in the series. The last part of this series is coming out on Friday. So stay tuned if you haven't followed the podcast or in, and turn on notifications so that when it comes out, you are alerted because that is going to show you now that you have the time, now that you have the energy. For those of you who have to balance work and school, what are the activities that you should be engaging in? Sounds kind of straightforward, but we're going a little more be, be, be beneath the surface. We're getting into the nitty gritty. So thank you um, for spending your time with me. It's very great. Again, to those of you who have not, you miss a note if you have not registered at weblearn.com. W-E-B-L-E-A-R-N-T.com. We're doing big stuff, guys. So join the movement. See you on Friday. <laughs>
to transform your academic experience. And the best way that you could do so is by joining our free course, the 21 Day Stress-Free Scholar. In this course, you're going to learn the essential study techniques, time management strategies, and even personal development skills to excel in school while maintaining your overall well-being. You can enroll now for free and kickstart your journey to academic success at weblearn.com. W-E-B-L-E-A-R-N-T.com. See you there.